live from New York City. This is the Prayer Revolution. My name is Doyal, and I'm here with my good friend, patching all the way down from Malachua, Florida, Vera. And uh, we start our day off every day. We've been doing it the last 40-some days, and we're going strong with the morning prayer. And then um, we have a discussion about what it means to live a life of prayer because uh, we could all use a little bit of prayer, especially in these days and times. And um, we call our show The Prayer Revolution, uh, daily podcast for the modern yogi. And it's interesting, that word yoga, because the word yoga literally means to connect. And prayer is that opportunity for us, that opportunity for us to connect our deepest, truest selves to uh, a genuine higher spiritual power for guidance, for strength, for humility, for reconnection. And so with that, I'd love to invite you, Vera, to... Go ahead and do your thing. Mm-hmm. Super grateful to be with you guys and to take this pause to reconnect. And so let's uh, get a comfortable seat and we'll pause whatever it is that we're doing right now, just for a couple, just a minute or two. Give yourself that pause and just allow yourself to connect to your breath, start breathing some nice deep inhales and exhales. It's so easy to forget that the source of our life, the source of our cellular energetic potential, our body's energetic potential is with these inhales and exhales. And so easy to forget those. So let's, with gratitude, tap into those nice deep inhales and exhales, thankful for each breath. And get into a space of just breathing and being, into that space of being and not having to do anything right now, not having to fix anything, not having to change anything, but just being right now. And we're going to be calling out, no matter what our faith is, background, or tradition, we're calling out to a higher power right now and helping to reconnect ourselves spiritually, helping to reconnect ourselves to our source. And so with that mood, with that intention to connect, to connect to what's most meaningful in our life, what's most important in our life, we're dedicating this time as an investment, that meaningful connection. My dear Lord, my life has always been in your hands. Nothing about that has ever changed. I know that you use whatever you choose not to remove whatever challenges we may face, to help strengthen my faith in you, to make my confidence in you real. We ask you today to give us the strength to withstand the tests of life with trust, to give us the vision to reframe life in such a way that we may find joy, gratitude, and the opportunity to serve in each moment. Give us the wisdom to know that every moment is a test of our faith. Every moment you are strengthening our faith when we remember you with gratitude. So let us remember you and together may we be those loving reminders for each other and all those whom we may come into contact with. Let us be instruments of your grace, of your love, of your compassion, of your kindness. In the small ways and the big ways, use us as instruments. We call out your name to empower us, to help us to feel that yoga, that connection, 
with ourselves spiritually and with you, our source. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Thank you, Vera. Thank you, Dara. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Swaying side to side. I'm just rocking back and forth. I got my little swivel chair over here, you know? Yeah. Did you write that prayer last night, this morning? I did. I wrote it last night. Yeah, I was listening to a, a, um, a sermon from Andy Stanley last week, and he was talking about a, uh, a friend of his. It's a really super moving story. A friend of his that uh, Reggie, actually, is his name. I don't know Reggie if you've Joyner. heard that sermon. Reggie Joyner, you got it. Yeah. And, uh, and just talking about, you know, how Reggie lived his life in, in trusting that life was happening for him, trusting that, that, uh, that God, that his higher power was actually was with him, was always with him. And, uh, and that never changed. Like it's, you know, he was just seeing like he was always in the, in the hands of his, um, of his Lord and, and that no matter what was happening in his life, and he was going through some some real, real big challenges, and he um, he just walked through them with such incredible integrity of faith, you know, such mm-hmm. su- such sincerity. Somehow or other, you know, I find it one of the most inspiring things that when somebody's suffering and struggling, that they still believe you know it's just like one of the most one of the most beautiful things and to see you know they still serve they still bring joy to other other people's lives and and um you know and so reggie joiner just this, his story and the way andy stanley tells it one of those beautiful stories you know mm-hmm. somebody whose faith was was tested and been angry and resentful and frustrated and he could have you know he had all all the right to, to have those type of feelings and emotions, but he, uh, he chose otherwise. He chose to lean into those difficulties and those challenges in a mood of service and in a mood of trust. And he's um, kind of memorialized because of it in his community as like a, an emblem of what's possible, an emblem of mm. that, uh, the, the, the nature of the soul, the nature of our connection with the divine that, there's no limit to being able to continue serving and expressing love, even in the most challenging situation. So very, very inspiring. And that, that this prayer that I wrote today was inspired by that story. And um, yeah, to, to, I want to have, um, I want to have confidence. I want to have like just strength and confidence that life is always unfolding as a, a gift as an opportunity for me to grow and go and become more um, selfless in my love and more selfless in the way that I serve. And I see like, wow, every single day, like I'm getting an opportunity to do that. Like that's, that's what's happening. I'm getting this opportunity to, to really actually tap into this limitless nature. It's not bound by circumstances. And um, yeah, so that's, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm asking for in my life. 
<laughs> and asking for that and, and grateful to be able to share that with you guys today and and i uh, hope it resonated in some way i hope it was mm. something that was, was able to touch your hearts um yesterday we were talking about uh the difference between uh, being fearless and being courageous mm -hmm. and that being courageous doesn't mean that i don't experience fear it may mean that i experience the same amount of fear but that underlying that fear or alongside that fear there is a willingness to act and to move forward even in the face of fear mm -hmm. and so um when you mention you're telling the story of reggie joiner you're talking about yourself or that that choice of of when trials and tribulations come or things don't work out the um the the how easy it is to become resentful or angry or disappointed or lose faith um, but then that choice is there and you he was mentioned you mentioned him as a person that that chose otherwise and so mm -hmm. I, I was thinking that it's it's i wanted to ask you that it's is it that people who make that choice do you think that he didn't feel those things it's like oh that resentment anger um frustration despair like never came to him and therefore it was just easy to just kind of go a higher road or what does it mean to be faced with that choice? Because sometimes it, it, it doesn't seem so easy or it doesn't seem so straightforward. It's like, great. Like if I wasn't feeling depressed and angry and shameful and, and despondent, then sure, I wouldn't feel those things. I would just choose. I would love to choose faith and hope and love and resilience. Um, but it kind of, you know, it seems that, that, that some people, is the choice easier for some people because they're not feeling those things or what does it mean to, to make that choice and how do some people make it and some people don't? Well, a lot of questions, a lot, lot of questions and yeah, big questions. And also what is the meaning of life? <laughs> for all of us individually right now. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I, I, and I can speak to it. How long is COVID-19 last? You, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let me let me get to those. I think we got enough. We got what we got. Okay, another 19 minutes. We got this. No problem. Cover it. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing you asking that question. I mean, I'm hearing you kind of reflecting back and, and that we're all met with that choice. You know, we're met with that choice in our life. We're all met with it. And, and some people um, have have very tough lives, you know, whether it's, you know, with the physical body or with the mind, the way the mind can be really, really um, toxic and, and somehow conditioned to negativity. Mm. And, um, you know, so, okay, some people kind of have a disposition where life just seems a little easier, right? It seems a little it's like as I'm walking through the, the meadows and the sun's shining and I got money in the bank and I'm healthy and everyone around me is healthy. I just yeah. like, things are and, just like going good, you know? And those are the people that say, just choose love and choose faith and you got to get over your angers and resentments. Yeah, yeah. And, and okay, so then, and then you have, you know, individuals maybe where, where life in the material world is a little more of a struggle where whether it's physically or mentally emotionally that it's we're being tested right we're being tested on a deep level every single day of our life or you know very frequently and um and so then okay how, how does that work it's it, yeah okay it could be easier for somebody who's you know just experiencing the joys of life to to see that you know to see mm. um, a loving benevolent hand of god in their life and, and it could also lead to complacency it could also lead to you know um 
an unconscious kind of just, you know, um, yeah, lack of gratitude or, or deep appreciation for the wonders of life. And, and also on the other side, the converse, you know, someone, you know, we're experiencing suffering and we're struggling and that could lead to depression. It could lead to fear and anxiety and, you know, medicate you. We could, we could just be completely like inundated in fear and, um, and overwhelmed by it and just end up in that, you know, tumbling in the waves of the material world, just getting crushed by wave after wave. Or, you know, that, that uh, those intense experiences, they, they help us again, you know, to, to reach out. They help us again to be able to, you know, ask for help, you know, and, and, to, and, and, and to desire, you know, mm. support, to desire to be able to see the meaning and see the purpose behind it all and to be able to come back into that choice, come back into the consciousness of choice. And I feel, and I feel so much of life is that, you know, the dualities of life almost take away choice. If we're in the dualities of life, if I'm just, I'm in the immediate happiness or in the immediate suffering and I'm attaching to it, I'm, I'm just completely immersed in it, whether it's pleasure or pain, then uh, I can forget, you know, I can forget that actually I have a choice in this moment. And what we're talking about, you know, in, in these podcasts is I have a choice in this moment to remember I'm connected to a higher power, to remember that, you know, that, whether there's pleasures or pain, you know, really where, where my everlasting fulfillment and joy is, is when I awaken spiritually. And when I can see spirit, you know, in everything and everyone, when I can recognize that same spirit and when I can see God and everything, then whether I'm going through pleasures or pains, I'm experiencing a deeper fulfillment. It's not on the surface, which is, you know, is gonna get rocked at one point or another in this material world. So yeah. that choice is hard to come to. That's the, you know, that's what I, that's what I feel like relationship and what these, these conversations that we're having, that choice for me, I know sometimes it's really hard to come to that. You know, it's, mm. I could be really struggling with a, with an emotion or I could be struggling with trying to make sense of life. And, um, and it's, and it can be challenging in those moments to choose, you know, to, to surrender, to, to choose, you know, that God is with me, to choose that and to really go into that prayer, to really go into that consciousness through prayer, through meditation, through service, through just really, um, through knowledge and wisdom, through really kind of cultivating that can be super, super challenging. Yeah. And so that's something that, you know, I really feel like that that's, that, that is the, the, the greatest opportunity that we have in our life. Like that is where, where the, um, where we cash in in spiritual life, so to say, where like those investments like yield like the, these amazing results and like the fruits of spiritual life is that moment, you know, when there's a, when we're, we're having an experience, whether it's pleasureful or whether it's painful. And in that moment, we're able to consciously choose to remember God again, you know, yeah. And that's hard as hell, man. It's hard. It's hard in the pleasure, right? We get, we get caught up in the pleasures of life. I know different times in my life, like I was just, I mean, in, you know, in, in my, you know, my, my earlier youth, I still feel somewhat youthful. And uh, you're eternally youthful, Vera. In my, my, my earlier youth, you know, my, my teenage years, my early 20s, it was sort of like, yeah, I experienced some pain. I experienced some suffering, but there was a lot of high, you know, there was a lot of highs throughout that time. And I was forgetting all through those highs. It wasn't, it wasn't like a catalyst to remember, you know? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also my suffering, you know, my suffering that it's, it's, it's been a, um, it's been a major source of my forgetfulness and, and my turning away from a higher power, turning away from God. And, and I've also seen the converse. I've also seen, you know, seen on the other side. And so that's what I'm kind of seeing right now in my life is that when we're talking about God consciousness, it's moment to moment and we're working toward that. And I forget a lot. And this dialogue and being in this Sangha, being this, this community, this, this group that we, we have each morning, it's just a, it's a, an investment in remembering mm. and no matter what's going on in my life, no matter what's going on. It's like, I come every morning and I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. Thanks DG. Thank you guys. You know? And so that's i I'd love to hear your thoughts on it though. Cause there's, there's a lot to unpack there. It's, it's kind of in a sense, what we're talking about really is like, you know, it's like, we want to become excellent at it, right? We want to become as, as, as effective in this state of consciousness as we possibly can, because that's where, that's where the gold is. That's where all the, that's where the, the beautiful transformation is. That's where the breakthroughs are. That's where, that's where the fulfillment is and the pleasures and the pains to actually to see that there's, there, there's a great meaning and there's a great purpose behind all of it. And that's in connecting with my higher power. That's in remembering my spiritual nature. And so. Yeah. Is, I love. I just love the idea that you brought up from the beginning. Even speaking about now, is just that that, that power of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think, as you were saying, that that you mentioned that life just seems easier for some people. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, like um, in 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 the first step in any twelve step program is to admit that we are powerless over fill in the blank and that our lives have become unmanageable. And so through, through those programs and discussion of those steps, there's a distinction that's made between powerless, being powerless and being helpless. Mm-hmm. Um, and helpless is a sense of that there's nothing I can do. There's nothing, mm-hmm. there's nothing that nobody can do. Like I am beyond help, mm-hmm. you know, then it just has to be this way. And powerless means that like I just within myself don't have the power to change my circumstance. Like I just powerless means I just, I need help, but I can mm-hmm. still make that choice to reach out and call for help. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that when anger or resentment is your, cause this all started from, you're talking about this, this guy, Reggie Joyner, who made this, who made this decision to not when trials and things come, to choose away from anger, resentment, et cetera. It's like those things will come. Those things will never stop coming. Anger, resentment, despair, depression, anxiety, those things will never stop coming and flashing into your life. But it's just like, okay, am I going to, I can choose, I do have a power of choice to allow those things to kind of, like I was reading this, um, there was this Instagram post the other day, somebody mentioned, um, control your emotions doesn't mean avoid your emotions mm-hmm. feel your shit understand your shit but don't lose your shit mm. you know and so it's like allow that like it doesn't mean like so when you were telling the story of reggie i was like something in me tells me like he's not a stranger to resentment to anger uh, to mm-hmm. bitterness mm-hmm. like people who choose higher roads in life i don't think are strangers to those lower feelings. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a, when those feelings come up, they're like, okay, I can choose to just be buried by it. Or I can mm-hmm. recognize like, like, no, I don't, I don't have to go that route. I don't want to go that route. And let me connect 
through meditation and through prayer, like here comes this wave. Let me reach out and like, please don't let me be control, controlled and, and overcome by this. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's that for me, as somebody in my own life who has struggled with so many of those emotions, it's like, it's not that they go away completely. It's like, it's sometimes I can feel, and especially during this COVID time, it's very much, I think it's, it's right at the doorstep for many of us. Some of us may have been struggling with depression and anxiety for a long time and feeling like, okay, we, we were able to kind of, to kind of escape it or get away from it. And now it's like, we're alone in our house with the fridge and the TV and it's right there. And it's like, Oh, I, but I know it's right there, but I don't have to like take that step off the ledge or go down that slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's important to recognize because otherwise um, it may seem that um, some people are just getting it easy and I just got it hard. But I think mm-hmm. we all got it hard, but we all have that hard choice at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, um, and even when we make the make, even when we struggle to make that choice, we can always remake it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, not, it never, it's never lost to us. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's such a right, right. We're getting, we're getting, we're we're in a, a school that will never stop giving us opportunities to grow and to learn. Nope, we're, we're in, never we're, expelled. We're in that school. You cannot get kicked out, guys. Sorry. Um, expelled. But you can graduate. You can graduate. It's can't possible. Graduate. And I love it. Yeah, we're getting, we're being given. It's like the most empowering thing in my life is is that is that every moment is an opportunity. Every single moment is an opportunity. I was talking with uh, our friend Jesse Johnson. We're talking about success. And and the definition of success for me is that in every opportunity in life, no matter what's happening, I see an opportunity to serve and I I step into that service. You know, with courage, I step into that service. That that is the definition of success. The, The ultimate success of my life is that every single moment, moment to moment to moment, I see the opportunity to serve and I capitalize on that. I capitalize on sharing my heart. I'm giving my heart fully 100%. And, and that, you know, what I'm hearing you share is like, is that yes, like every moment is an opportunity. That's a hard, that, that, that is a, a high level of consciousness. That is, that is the highest level of consciousness. And so we are working toward that, you know, to be able to see, you know, like the great investors of the world. It's like, no matter what's happening, they just adjust. They just adjust. And they say, it's like, okay, the waterfall was coming over there. Now the waterfall is coming over there. They just shift and adjust. And then the same way for us, it's like, okay, wow. Like I'm learning this lesson. I'm learning this lesson. Okay. And then bam, then another lesson. Okay. Now I'm learning this lesson every single moment. It can be challenging. It's, it really is. It's really a challenge and, and how we approach it. If it's like, okay, this is an adventure. Okay. Like this is, this is discovery. This is going to test me. This is going to teach me things about myself that I didn't even know existed. You know, let me, let me prepare my conscience each day to show up that today is going to bring me lessons. Today is going to teach me things about myself that I didn't know. Today is going to give me opportunities to grow in the way that I express love and the way I serve and the way that I express compassion and the way that I express courage. Every day is going to give me an opportunity to do that. And that's going to go for the rest of my life. That's going to go eternally. That I'm going to keep expanding my ability to love, keep expanding my ability to take those opportunities and, uh, and, and choose, right? We're, we're coming to that, right? And choose, what am I doing with it, you know? So often the opportunity comes on my table. I'm like, um, you know, let me stare out the window for a little bit. Let me ignore that one or, you know, let me, <laughs> I'd rather not deal with that today, you know, or whatever it is, right? That's a little uncomfortable. I'm not, I don't want to go there, you know? 
and uh and it's like oh no here come on I'm still there you know it's gonna it's <laughs> the puppy dog ain't going away he's gonna come back over and, and come and uh wag his tail and nip at your heels to, to yeah to to get you to actually engage with life yeah. and so that's kind of something that I'm looking at in my own life is that the greatest meaning, the greatest purpose that I find is when I give myself fully to life, you know, I'm looking for meaning and purpose in every moment. I'm looking for that, you know, and to the degree that I give myself to something, you know, it's, I, I believe there's great value and great meaning in this mm -hmm. connection right now to the, to the degree I give myself to this experience, to that degree, I experience actually the fulfillment that's available in it. And and so I want to give myself fully and courageously to believe that there is a limitless capacity in that and um, to live responsibly, of course, to, to take care of um, duties and responsibilities and, and to, to prepare myself to be in that consciousness and to be fit physically, mentally, emotionally, to be able to give like that every single day. So that's my goal. That's, that's, that's kind of what I'm working on and sharing that a little bit with you guys. And Thank you. Try, try, try my best. I'm trying my best, y'all. And uh, you guys are inspiring me every day. I was uh, thinking about, um, it was very beautiful. Thank you. Um, that, that choice of um, really of surrender. I was thinking that word surrender. And I was thinking that, um, that uh, the choice is really not hmm. will I surrender or not, but it's, it's really all of us are surrendering to something. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes, you know, those, it's just, it's easier to, to, we actually surrender to those feelings of anger, resentment, depression, anxiety, like we're surrendering to those things and accepting, okay, you, you are the control of my life. I accept mm -hmm. that. So I'm going to surrender and give myself over to those feelings and just be consumed by them. Or I think the question is like, no, I'm going to surrender to something different. Mm -hmm. So, um, Srila Prabhupada had mentioned that I gotta look it up. Maybe I'll reference another time in, in the third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam in one of his purports, his commentaries. He mentioned that the, the living entity has that choice. That ultimately, like we are we are naturally our our natural position is to live in a, a state of surrender. It's just what am I going to be surrendered to? Mm -hmm. And uh and so um last night. I was listening to a lecture, a class by, by Radhanath Swami. It was the, the appearance day of Lord Narasimha Deva, divine incarnation and avatar of Vishnu. And, uh, and he, was, uh, he was known as the divine protector. And, uh, and so Radhanath Swami was giving this analogy by Srila Prabhupada about the elephant. And well, first he was talking about this, uh, the little tiny in the river, you have this little, little tiny fish. It's a little tiny, tiny, tiny fish. And the river is able to swim upstream, downstream, across stream, is able to navigate through that river. And then you have the strongest animal, the largest, strongest animal on the land, which is the elephant. That elephant comes marching along. When that elephant steps into the river, it just gets swept away by that river. Mm -hmm. He said, why? That elephant is so much bigger and stronger. Mm -hmm. He said, because that little fish actually surrenders to the current of the river. And is therefore able to flow and move through it, even mm. though it's just tiny and small. It's mm. not like a matter of my own personal strength that allows me. It's mm. like, do I surrender to that curve and, and flow through it? Mm -hmm. And so I think that um, when I surrender to my own strength and my own devices, I, get, I, get, I ultimately get carried away by that river of life. 
But if I surrender that action, it's not my, it's not my strength. that's going to pull me through this. It's, it's surrendering to that current and that current may seem maybe flowing in a different direction than I think it's supposed to flow. Maybe a different temperature than I think it's going to be. We went and we bathed in the Ganges river last January with a group of pilgrims and it was cold. It was mm-hmm. freezing cold and it was current. We had to hold on to a rock so we didn't get swept away. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that river may feel or look different than we think it's supposed to be. But I think that, you know, that at every moment, at, 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 when I, it's, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like anger, you know, it's, it's very much like anger. Uh, Monday, Monday night, I got, I got caught with my hand in the cookie jar. We were having a community group reading session with these pilgrims from India. And my wife was, we were going around reading the Bhagavad Gita. And uh, so we were, and my wife was reading that particular section at the time with the group out loud to the group. And, you know, we're sharing the zoom screen and our dog had gotten to in our closet. My wife had just took him out for a walk. And my dog got into a closet and uh, was eating my shoe. And I don't care if he's eating my shoe, but he was, eat, he was eating the bottom of the shoe, which is just so dirty. He had brought in the living room and he was like chewing on the bottom of the shoe. And it was like so dirty and disgusting. I was like, ah. Oh. And so I just like, I just, I just like let go of the, I just like forgot that like, hey, we're being like, we're on it. So I got up and I was like, geez, I was like, you gotta, you gotta make sure to close the closet door, you know? And I was like getting up and I said that. And then <laughs> I went there and my wife's just like reading the Gita to this group. And I remember I just, and then I got back and I just plopped down and I was like, <sighs> you know? And then I realized like, oh, we're on like a public Zoom call here, you know? <laughs> and I started laughing. I was a witness. Vera was a witness and, and my wife, we started laughing. She's like, he was just uncensored there for a moment, you know? But it was like, <laughs> and then it turned out, I was going to tell you guys all in the group that like, I was actually the one that left the shoe out. It was me actually, you know? But we go so easy to blame, but it's like so many times when like something comes out, even, even in my marriage and relationship, it's like, it's like anger is like an easy choice. Like I feel it coming up and it's just like, it's almost like surrender. Like I'm surrendering to anger. Mm-hmm. I'm surrendering to anger and I'm just going to let it flow because like in the second chapter of the Gita, Srila Prabhupada, uh, Krishna talks about this whole progression of like becoming attached to objects of the senses that leads to anger and that anger leads to the bewilderment of our memory. It's like we get carried away by it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's like so many times I, 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 I feel in myself, there's so many times when something comes up and it's like, it's like, it's like anger is like a push. It's like an urge. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm just going to give in. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give in and let it just take over, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. every urge, whether it's sometimes it's depression, sometimes it's anxiety, some, and sometimes mm-hmm. we need things to help us out. We may need some sort of, we may need physical medicine. We may need exercise. We may need things to help us control these things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, but still it's like a choice. Like, okay, I'm just going to surrender. I'm just going to let it take over me. And that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a choice of surrender. I'm surrendering to those things. And that'll lead us down a certain path. But then I think that we also have that choice of, I'm not going to surrender to those things. I'm going to surrender to the current of the river and so that I don't get swept away and then I can actually navigate through it. And so I think it's, I think it's like surrender is in one sense, um, I don't want to use the word mandatory, but it's like, it's, it's surrender is something that we all do. It's just, what am I surrendering to? Mm. And I think that, you know, for me, I get that very viscerally when it's anger, or when it's something else, but when it's gossip, you know, we surrender to those things. Mm-hmm. Surrender to Netflix, surrender to, to whatever it is, just, just let go and surrender. Mm-hmm. But I think that the harder choice, and I think that's the courageous choice, and that's why we 
recognize those beautiful people you were talking about, Reggie, in the beginning is that it's not that we're not feeling any of those things, but I'm actually making the conscious choice to just to surrender to something different. Mm-hmm. Something higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grab on. Yeah. Grab onto that life raft. Grab, grab onto on something life. higher. So it's choo- choosing, being very careful what I'm choosing to surrender to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful it's the most empowering that's where our free will is that's where we're we're wanting to master that in our life we're really wanting to master that that's that's kind of that the aching that we feel in our heart and our minds and our you know that, yeah i want to i want to become an expert little fish in the river surrendering to the current of of god's will and a higher power and, and experiencing that shelter and that protection and that uh, that knowingness, knowingness that I'm, I'm moving toward the most fulfilling, most meaningful life. And that just keeps expanding as time goes on. You're a cute little fish, Vera. Thank you guys all so, so much for tuning in. We love seeing you guys every day, all our Zoomers that are there. And if you're on Instagram Live, you're listening to a recording, you can join us live on Zoom every day if you'd like to or any morning. Just write to us at prayerrevolution at bhaktisender.org to be in touch and to get the Zoom link or go to bhaktisender.org slash online to check out our Zoom link or check our other podcasts and uh, offerings we are on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. You can find us there. Share with your friends. If you haven't already, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating. Write a review. We love to hear from you. We read the reviews, especially the positive ones. The negative ones, we just kind of skip over. Now, just joking. We read all of them, and we want to hear from you, and we also want to hear your feedback. Write to us, again, at prayerrevolution at buckycenter.org. Your feedback, what you like hearing, what you would like to hear more of, questions, feedback, any, any feedback from the show, we'd like to hear, we'd like to learn, we'd like to grow. And uh, we appreciate you guys all so much and we look forward to being with you every single day. Right, Vera? Absolutely. Super grateful, guys. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. We will see you all again very soon. Love you, bro.